Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest. His name is Andrew Daniel, and he hails from Nashville, Tennessee. He is known as an award-winning author, spiritual teacher, and a director at the Center for Cinema, Cinema Somatic Development. Now, we're going to go into that in a few minutes so everybody understands what that is. But in essence, it means uses video and movement to assess and resolve stuck somatic, psychological, and emotional patterns. This work is held online and in person internationally from New York to London, Tuscany to Switzerland. Andrew also holds two decades of technology and design expertise. At 18, he founded a high-end software company for over seven years, Coding, multi, coding multiple particular effects and physics engines, and also solutions used by Fortune 500 clients, such as Disney, Samsung, Acura, and over 30,000 others. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you for having me. I, I, I would love that intro everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, put it in your pocket and you can take yeah. it with you. How about that? So Perfect. Tell, tell me, Andrew, uh, how did you get on the path you're currently on? Well, the long story short of it, because it is a long story, uh, was that when I was young, I, uh, I was bullied and teased quite a bit because I had warts on my fingers. And that set in motion a lot of low self-esteem, uh, a lot of bullying, a lot of social ostracization. Um, I would, throughout pretty much the next 10 to 12 years of schooling, sitting alone in lunch, uh, pick last in gym class, kind of all of the cliche teenager nerd movies was my actual life. You know, I played Dunge Dungeons and Dragons, video games. I was... Uh, I got into computers and programming and design at about 14. Uh, and that that was my, not escape, because I was really interested in it. But what I loved about that stuff is they didn't make fun of me, right? There was no, no one that had to accept me or reject well, me. Well, I, I just am smiling inside myself because you probably know in my previous life, Andrew, I was a dermatologist. <laughs> I was one of those guys that treated warts. And, yeah. you know, I never thought of it as a life-saving or personality-saving maneuver. It was something I did, you know, routinely. 
But it was so important for my patients to get freed from those darn things because truly they were the brunt of social ostracism for people. Yeah, it's it's so funny what we do as humans, both to each other and to ourselves. And so, well, I mean, just I'll just thank you for that. That's I'm, that that touches me in a personal spot, and I'm, I'm it's great to hear that you were able to see and help people going through that. I well, was able was, to, and, and it was something I did freely. You know, as a dermatologist, I also treated skin cancers. I also did cosmetic surgery, but I always had a special part in my practice for those who had warts and those who had acne, because those were things that really hurt people in some of the greatest ways I know of. Yeah. It's it a really, wild life, yeah. It is a wild life. <laughs> but, but I know that's, although those were trying times in those days for you, yeah. I know that's why you are who you are now. Uh, although that was painful, and, and, and life often gives us the pain before the, the resolution of the pain, that is why you were able to move forward and, and write a beautiful book that you have done. Yeah, exactly. It was it was a long time coming. It took maybe about a decade or two, but I was able to turn um, what was a curse into a gift. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody, uh, but I also wouldn't um, have changed it because if I didn't go through that, as odd as it sounds, I would have ended up probably sub-mediocre. I would have just kind of gotten by. I wouldn't have had the the drive, the the rock bottom, the because uh, because in my teens I was contemplating suicide. I was contemplating contemplating revenge. You know, some really dark, painful stuff. And looking back on it now, it's like, really, <laughs> like. That is what caused you so much pain. Uh, but yeah, in the moment as a teenager, when your social life is your whole world, um, it, it, was, it was really tough. Uh, but that did lead me to the choice of saying, either I end my life or I do whatever it takes to figure this out, to have friends, to not hate myself, to not uh, hate my parents, to not hate uh, the world, to uh, find a girlfriend, to have girls like me, to, to not screw all of those up, uh, to be happy. And so that set me on my, geez, it's been over 15, 17 year journey of personal transformation, development, self-help, healing, and transformation. And from there, as you, as you said in the intro, I started a software company at 18. And so in about my early 20s, I started to make the shift from having a software company and being that um, very low self-esteem kind of nerd that was hiding, really like hiding away from society. Uh, and on my path to becoming an author, uh, someone who's doing healing work, a facilitator. And that, that took me on a journey of spirituality, of therapy, of healing alternative medicine, of just uh, a wild ride of going back to all of these, the, these traumas and wounds and 
miswirings and distortions and confusions and uh, learning how to overcome those things and then teach other people and help other people with them as well. Yay. So tell us a little bit about your book. Tell us about, uh, you know, thoughts that went into it because it's one thing to dream of being free from those harmful things, but quite another to write about them and put your heart and soul into that writing. Yeah, well, it really was my heart and soul. This is a big book. This is about over 400 pages and it's not double spaced. You know, it's, it's a dense book. And the reason I wrote it was because I had been doing a lot of healing work, a lot of self-help work, and it helped, right? It got me out of that depression. It got me out of this victim mentality. It got me out of this hopeless, despairing place. Uh, however, what ended up happening was the more that I was working on myself and learning all of these spiritual teachings, all these advanced wisdom and, and universal truths, I, I was getting it up in my head. I was understanding this stuff, but they weren't actually translating to results in my life. And I ended up being homeless twice. I, and this was after being published years ago for another program that I had. And it was really disorienting and confusing because if you could imagine eight years of working on yourself and getting great results, but then still not being able to function in the world, it was very disorienting and very confusing. And so what ended up happening is I did the work that I now call Cynosomatics. And through this journey, I did breakthrough. I'm not homeless anymore. I have a very successful practice and business. I'm happy, relationship, like uh, th things are, are really wonderful and I'm very grateful. And I realized there, there, were a, there were certain things that made the difference between someone who's done all of the self-help personal development work and someone who actually breaks through all of that who actually gets the results they're looking for, even after they've been doing it for years. And so the purpose of this book was to write those things, the things for myself and my clients that ended up being the turning points to being the very specific things that someone who's done a lot of work on themselves still may be missing that is going to be that missing link to take them to where they want to be. Now, Andrew, I think you're going to know the question I'm going to ask next. What are some of those things that changed the corner for you? Well, uh, in the book, there's there's 18 chapters, and each of those chapters has a lot of stuff in it. So um, let's not go into all 18. Sure, I think it's course. 18 hours. But let's yes. concentrate it on some of the key ones, some of the yes. pivotal ones. Yes. The, the last chapter of my book really sums it up. There's, there's five things that I realized uh, are these five tenets that if you align to these, if you put these things above all else on your path, on your journey, that you're going to get unstuck. Uh, and so quickly, these are stopping, feeling, 
responsibility, truth, and choice. And so very quickly, uh, each one of those stopping, right? Instead of adding, instead of doing more, being more, learning what you are inefficient at, fixing more, we're stopping, we're subtracting. So the work is not additive, it's subtractive. And that literally means that you already are enough. You already have everything you need. And the more adding, the more doing takes you away from who you really are. So stopping is the first thing. Uh, the second is feeling. So it's not about intellectualizing everything up here. You actually have to feel it. You actually have to face all of the stuff that you've probably spent decades of your life suppressing, trying to get rid of, shoving away, ignoring, judging. And you actually have to face those things and feel them. Not think about feeling them, but actually going into your body and feeling them. The next is responsibility. And responsibility is the antidote. It's the remedy to the victim mentality. And so the vic victim mentality is something that I completely struggled with. It was the number one thing I struggled with, especially with the warts. Why me? How, how, how did this happen? Everybody else is to blame. I didn't do anything. I just, this is just how I am. And so taking responsibility for more and more and more and more and more and more things in my life and in the space around me is the remedy to being in that victim mentality. It allows me to take my power back and make new choices. That takes us to choice. So nothing in your life is going to change until you make a new choice. It's again, all of these are really simple, uh, but easier said than done. So if things aren't changing in your life, it's because you're not making a new choice. You may be making choices. They're just the same choices in different words, in different ways, but they're really the same choice. And finally, truth. Put truth above all else. Align to the truth. Because if you align to comfort, if you align to fear, if you align to um, hiding, avoiding, if you align to being nice, if you align to things that in your life have already kept you stuck, you're not going to discover what it is that's going to help you break through. So by aligning to the truth and making that the most important thing, you're going to have the courage. You're going to have the willingness to look at all of the stuff in your life and uh, see what is working and not working. Because if you can't tell the truth about where you're at and where you want to go, you ain't going to get there. So these are the five tenets um, that really sum up the book. Those are phenomenal tenets. I, I think you've covered a lot of ground <laughs> with those five principles. And I'm going to encourage people to go back, look at your book and spend some time with them. Because no, it's not just as easy as us saying those principles. You have to integrate those principles in your life if you really truly want to make a difference with your life otherwise it's not going to happen is that not right andrew absolutely i in my book one of the things that i i say that i i take it a step further and this is one of the things that has been the one of the biggest game changers for me is that integrating and applying it is a step towards embodying it. 
So actually having these principles in your body, the way that you move through the world and show up in your life radiates it. You don't have to, eventually you get to the point where you don't have to do these things. They're simply a result of who you are and how you show up in life. And when it's that, when you can show up in the world and these just come. And now it's not easy at first. It doesn't happen overnight. But when you can get to that place where these are principles that you embody, they're values that you stand for, not only is it going to improve your life, but you're going to be a beacon. You're going to be a light for other people. This is where leadership comes from, not from preaching dogmas, but from embodying these principles and being an example for what's possible for others. Okay, now tell me, you founded a process called Cinema Somatics. Can you tell our listeners about that? Yeah, so basically, um, this modality is uh, based on four fundamental principles, a video, movement, feeling, and feedback. So cinema, somatics, cinema, cinema, right, a video, and somatics of the body. So basically what we do is instead of traditional talk therapy where we spend weeks, months, or years talking through things, here what we do is we get you standing and we get you moving in your body. And then I film that movement over Zoom or in person with our cinema equipment, and then we play that video back. So we're going to play this video back of your movement, and you and I, or the client and I, will watch it, and I'll be giving you feedback. So what happens is you get to see yourself moving in your body, and this movement reveals the stories, the blocks, the myths, the archetypes, the blind spots, and even some of the shadow material that is running your life. So rather than talking about this stuff and uh, using words and having the ego engage uh, over months and years, we can bypass literally years of traditional talk therapy in minutes and hours because the movement reveals all of this subconscious data. So action is just as important as the thought that goes on. Yeah, the physic, the action, the physical embodiment is the closest thing to, um, let's just call it reality. It's just the closest thing to our physical world. You know, our thoughts are non-physical. And so if you want to get something done in your life, you're going to have to move your body in some way. And so this movement reveals how you go about that. That's very important. Andrew, this show is called the How to Live a Fantastic Life Show. Through the journey you've been on, how do you currently live a fantastic life? Well, you know what? I, I think I'm I'm proud to say I, I do live a fantastic life, and I'm very blessed. And it's it's been about a decade and a half of work to get there. And so I find I have a fantastic life by, I would say, one, not suffering anymore, of being in a lot of joy and gratitude and playfulness. I allow myself to play and have fun and uh, do sincere work without taking myself seriously. I'm doing what I love to do 
And make no mistake, it's taken 10 years of a lot of sacrifice, uh, trial, error, failure, and minor successes to be able to wake up every day, uh, have an award-winning book, to have incredible clients all around the world, and to be of service to people, to actually be doing work that I love, makes a lot of money, and changes the world, and actually really helps people. Um, I, I don't know if I could ask for anything better. You know, and I think that's the key as you've worked through there through 10 years of trial, error, problems, all the things that, you know, uh, wouldn't have been there if you didn't try all those things along the way. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, how do you recommend our listeners have a fantastic life? Well, this will be an easy answer. I, I, I would go back to those five tenets. Uh, th- those are really paramount. You know, start making start making those your uh, north stars. You know, start making those things that you're showing up in life doing, rather than comfort and um, scarcity and suffering and avoidance and all of the other things that we do. Okay, so how? Uh... Can you repeat those five tenets again so people can integrate them into their lives? Yes. So stop, right? So stopping. It's not about doing more and adding, but subtracting what isn't true and real. Uh, Feeling. You can't just think about this stuff. You have to feel it. You have to face it. You have to actually go into the feeling. Not emotionally react, but actually feel. The next is responsibility. You take responsibility for more and more in your life. Responsibility for yourself and responsibility for what's happening in the space around you. That's going to get you out of uh, the disempowered victim mentality. Fourth is truth. Make truth the most important thing. Tell the truth. Have integrity. Stop hiding. Stop lying. Stop weaseling. Tell the truth and seek the truth. And finally, choice make new choices. It doesn't matter. I didn't say make right choices. I didn't say make better choices. Make new choices. You can make what we would look on the surface as bad and wrong or incorrect, but what's happening is you're getting new data. You're getting new input into your system to get a different result. So nothing in your life will change if you don't make new choices. So those are the five. That's good. So, Andrew, how can people find out more about you and what you have to offer? And where can they get a copy of your book? AndrewDaniel.org. AndrewDaniel.org. Excellent. That makes it so easy. Yep. We do it all at one place. Yep. Yep. It's my name.org. It's all there. <laughs> And I love it that your name is so easy to spell. That means <laughs> no one can get it wrong. AndrewDaniel.org. Yep. Easy. Excellent. Andrew, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for sharing. I know that this show has just been golden because of your golden presence and your wonderful wisdom that you've distilled for our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor to share these things. 
Well, thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, check out my website as well, dralvinleika.com. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A.com. And sign up for a golden pearl, which you'll get each and every week in your mailbox. That'll help you have a fantastic day if you let it. Bye for now and have a fantastic day. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic day.